You gonna play the intro, Ja? This Three okay. Beards Media podcast may contain mature themes and may not be suitable for all audiences. is back baby what's up y'all your boy george trice here marcus pfizer here mr brent curvey is gonna jump on we'll get shipped to pull him on in a minute and today we got a special guest jamaine billups so ja welcome to the show man this is uh we want to welcome you this is what we what we do we try to do it once a week to keep our uh audience uh in, involved and engaged with us but uh, we bring on some different people at different times and want to make sure we got you on and and you and I got you on. The reason why I asked you on the show today is actually because Shipley talked to you before the show about you being one of his favorite players. I don't know if you saw he tweeted about you a couple of days ago. And I'm like, you know what? Let's get Jao on, you know, talking about what's going on. The big win, you know, defense winning, um, you know, go back. I go back to one of my my fond memories of, of Jao. We had the in, the in the beginning, we had, you know, Mr. Curvey. On the defensive end, running that back. What's up, Curvey? Um, but you know, Ja broke it for us. Uh, two thousand dot two thousand um, for our first bowl game in a long time. Uh, it was inside dot combo, and I had some money on that game because y'all played Pitt, and one of my homeboys went to Pitt. That was I mean, it was just a, a gentleman's bet. Like it wasn't like bet like gambling. We're not, we're not talking about gambling. It was a yeah. gentleman's bet. Um, and um, you know, he went to Pitt, so I had to you know get on him. And so I was at that game, and I saw you. Get out there. Like, again, I don't know how that came about. You could tell us how you ended up out there on that spot. You know, I kind of heard stories. Um, you know, I know JJ was heard. It was a bowl game. You pulled all the stops out, but we'll get to that. But right. we want to welcome everybody here. So, John, ja, introduce yourself. Tell us uh, tell us what you are up to right now, and let's get the ball rolling. Cool. Well, uh, I appreciate the intro, fellas. And one thing, I appreciate y'all putting me on the show, man. This is a this is an awesome platform y'all got going on right now. I'm yes, Whatever y'all doing, man, keep it up. It, it's, it's looking good. Um, Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Right now, just uh, living that normal, normal dad life, uh, working. Uh, I got wonderful wife, two beautiful kids, man, two dogs. I think a snake and some other lizards in the house that my kids got. But uh, <laughs> man, it's, it, it, I'm blessed. I can't, I can't complain about nothing. Uh, living in North Carolina. I work for the city of uh, of, of Concord and uh, just doing firefighting out there, my full-time job. And uh, I do a part-time firefighting in the uh, Charlotte area as well. So um, just staying busy, man, just 
giving my time to the people and trying to keep the city safe. Salute you on that. I know we just catching you getting off work, so no, you probably tired. You did your twenty four. I did twenty four last night, and then I did twelve hours a day. So I just got off about seven o'clock. Yeah, so we gonna we gonna have to keep him awake, y'all, today. There's a little spice to get me keep me. Rolling. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you know I still don't have no Revelton in my house, uh, Shipley. Yep, I see you back there shaking your head. I still have no more Revelton. I got one bottle. We've been doing this for almost two years, and I only got one bottle. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you want another bottle from Rob. And Rob, I want another bottle. Yeah, I'll definitely. Hey, we got to get too. Yeah, we've been out of Revelton. <laughs> so, so Ja Revelton is a uh, distillery in Iowa, um, Os- Osceola, right? Mm-hmm. Chip. Yep. Okay, I'll make sure I say it right. Osceola. Um, you know, they started. You know, story. We went and got a tour, and basically, you look at the fact that we have all that corn there going for ethanol. Yeah. Why not make some whiskey out of it? Make some bourbon, and so. You know, uh, Rob does a great job out there and is getting a great following. And he's been sponsored some things. He sponsored us and my nonprofit and some things. Ship has worked with him on some things. But, you know, Revelton is is, is what's right. up. So what I want to say first right now is because I know, Marcus, you will appreciate what I'm about to say. And, John, you will appreciate what I'm about to say. It, Brent, you will, too. But um, these two are going to... Um, you know, get what I'm going at. You know, I just want to share share a picture of, of Gene Smith. So yes, Gene Gene was integral in, in me coming to Iowa State. He's from Cleveland. I'm from Cleveland. And he was the AD that got me out here um, to even look at Iowa State. And so just an overall good dude. And when I need some, some, some advice, fatherly advice, you know, mentor advice, he's always one to give it to you straight. And he's retiring from Ohio State. Uh, next wow. year, so he's getting one more year, and he announced his retirement. Uh, so I just wanted to shout out to Gene Smith. Big shout Y'all got out. any stories yeah. about Gene? I mean, other other than what you said, him, you know, just being a, a a great individual, great man. You know, he was pivotal for me at Iowa State as well. Um, you know, having that, you know, that African American leader that was there that you could, you know, talk to and get advice from, and you know, someone that was going to tell you like it was and not, you know, just telling you the things that you per se uh, needed to hear. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for me, that was that was very, um, very profound, you know, leaving from Louisiana, small town, Louisiana, going into the middle of Iowa, not knowing what to expect, um, not knowing how to deal with the snow, not knowing how to deal with, you know, college, you know, sports and being in. A student athlete. I mean, that's people don't understand how how taxing that is, you know, for individuals and, and us student athletes. Like, you know, people think everything is all great and gravy because you're you get to play a sport and and uh, succeed in that. But they don't understand the study halls and and you know having to go to class when you're tired and body sore and all that different stuff. So having him there, um, like I said, having African American there. A man that can relate to you like a father figure that was that was just extremely big for me yeah no that's oh yeah uh, i'll say uh the same as what marcus said um i think he left either my sophomore year mm-hmm. yeah it was my sophomore year my sophomore year and uh man super good dude the bad thing was uh that he left that was it yeah right, right. <laughs> for him to be in that position and can and could relate to us and then him leaving it was kind of like Dang, mm. but it's all yeah. good. 
Yeah, no, he and he did a he did a great job, you know, in that time frame. You know, he was there when Jack Trice was getting renamed. Um, he turns it over, and Jamie has been doing this thing to get um, athletics back because I know, John, you were back in. I don't, I wasn't there when you were there. I think it was it was oh seven oh seven oh six or oh seven or something like that. You came back to a game, um, saw the new, you got to see the new facilities and everything. And I mm-hmm. think even since the last time, because you haven't been back since then, have you? No, it was actually uh, I came back. Around that time, and then also, uh, I think it was last year. I think it was last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, last year. Um, and uh, yeah, man, came back, took a tour of the facilities. I mean, it's been some changes. Mm-hmm. Everything been upgraded time. how it should be as far as getting the program to where it needs to be at. Um, but man, it looked good, man. It, I mean, it was sad that it, I wasn't there as far as when I was playing to have that. But yeah, for real. Yeah, salute to them. Yeah, athletics did some good things getting that getting that equipment in there. I got a chance to tour it. I think it might have been thirteen is when I when they did like one of the bigger remodels, and that's when I was there and got a chance to tour it. Um, but yeah, and it was it was nice being in there. So you know, shout out to our ads again. Shout out to Gene Smith on what he's what he does doing out there. So and and, um, and, that, and that feels to piggyback off of that. It feels good. I mean, it feels good to mm-hmm. go. I, I spend a lot of time. Uh, in the football facility, you know, working out with getting in and the rest of the football team and stuff like that, you know, trying to get strong like them guys. Uh, but it feels good to be able to go into like the new football mm-hmm. practice field and all that different stuff. And it feels like, like, man, we here to compete. You know, mm-hmm. we're not the laughing stock of the Big 12 anymore. And, you know, to walk through the halls to see the statues and the guys in the, in the uniforms, like this feels like a really a, a big time pro facility. And mm-hmm. for us to have that, you know, I, that's something you know to be proud about for sure. Yeah, but like, like, like John said, we definitely wish we was there doing that time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, basketball. basketball we, used to, we used to take trips. Man, we used to take trips, man, to like go uh, play UT, uh, Oklahoma, anywhere down there where mm-hmm. they had tradition behind them and all that money behind them. Man, it was sad. It was sad because you we go back to Iowa State. We're like, man, we ain't got nothing. <laughs> they, now, what they have now is like, man, they compete. Man, it's it's you get that yeah. you start that recruiting and you bring those boys to campus right. and see what we got going on. Right. You can yeah. make a decision. And even it's like when you get a dome, when a new stadium gets a dome, and now that you have an indoor facility, you know, given the harsh winters. And Brent, you know about playing it, about practicing and playing in that, like. That's a big change in having to be outside doing mm-hmm. that in the in the in the brutal elements. You know, you gotta get prepared in the elements, but to be comfort to learn what you gotta learn, you know, it was nice to have all those all those uh, things out there. What what's let's see? Let let's be real, the laughing stack stock of the Big 12 was KU. They had a track around the football field. So we we, we were beating KU. So and yeah. for Brandon Thomas to say that, he Brandon Thomas is a KU fan. But it's about basketball with him. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, it's all good. Well, I, you know, I'm going to pivot to this right here because I'm I'm not going to be at the Iowa State game this weekend, but I'm going to be here. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to the Nebraska-Colorado game on Saturday. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going there. This, we pick one big game a year. And um, I just wanted to do that because I went to the national championship in L.A. in January and saw TCU and Georgia play as well. Mm-hmm. So um, and then, you know, I was at TCU's first game when Iowa State, when they joined the conference, we played at TCU. I was at that game because my son was living down there at that time. So I was at that game for the first game between the, the meeting between those. And now it's like 
going to see CU coming back in, you know, where Curve, you know, had the big play coming back into mm-hmm. us. Um, you know, but I'm gonna be out there, you know, kicking it for a little bit. But I, I brought that out and I brought that up because one of the things that John you would know about Marcus you and, and Curve, y'all know, is um on it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what you call them, what the words are, but I think Prime has L and D on his um on their on their jersey. So it's like um what is it? Leader, not leader, leader, leader and dog. And dog. Leader and dog. Right. But I mean, but the same, but I, the reason why I say that is because we've had some turmoil, we've had some changes um in our in our stuff was going on. And as you said, I kind of put a hashtag on my notes today, uh, Brent, when you said next man up. So it's hashtag next man up. And you look at the um the captains for the football team this year. You know, these are kids that had to step up because we had so many changes of all our starters going out and you're getting these next men up being the captains because now they've had to take that leadership role and do something with it. And so I think I want I want to shout out these kids because I applaud them, especially for this year, you know, to come out and, you know, and take on this extra responsibility. Now, they're all like I said, we always talk about D1 athletes and they are out there because they can play. But again, they're stepping up to be a leader as well, given all the turmoil that's been going on off season for them. So I just be want to talk about that next man up because Brent, you had to talk deal with it. Marcus, you did, and Jai, you did, and, and and for us to do that and then come out there and, and win against you and I, you know, commandingly, uh, and we saw what we really some of the weapons that we had that we might not have known or might not have thought we had. Um, that was something special. Yeah, I mean, that kind of yeah. taps into the recruiting piece of it uh, mm-hmm. that Coach Campbell has done, you know, repeatedly mm-hmm. back to back. He gets good recruiting classes, young, talented dudes. And I know personally quite a few of those kids that signed with this most recent class. A lot of those kids are from Iowa, you know, Busama and J.J. Cole. And so I got to watch a lot of those kids play here. And I knew had they got a chance, they would, you know, they step up. They weren't afraid of the light. So, I mean, given the culture and what that guy preaches, I mean, you know, it was only fitting that. Whoever had to had to step up was going to, because I'm sure he gave them all the confidence in the world to take the field and not worry about a thing. Yeah. I got, yeah, I got it. You, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you got it. You got it. I was going to say, when you play behind, you know, or or you see, right. you know, your players right. that, that your boys that you've been with, you've been working out with, um, sweating everything, putting it all on the line, <clears throat> and, and those guys take off. Uh, they, they kind of leave them shoes for you to fill. So it's only natural for you to kind of step up and get in that leadership role. Um, and then you see the potential that you, your boys are going to be put through. So it's like, why not? You know, um, the potential for them for this season is, is I mean, it's high. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they definitely need a group of people that's going to be able to go out there, uh, have that dog in them and still be a leader. Uh, be a motivator. I mean, everything, you, all those qualities that you need, um, they need that out there. So, I mean, it's good for them to be in that, that role right now. Yeah. Yeah, and, right. and, and, and like you said, John, when, when you've had people in front of you that you've seen how they operate and, and they were the captains and for whatever reason they moved on, you know how to, to conduct yourself when you're in that role. Um, you know, I didn't become a captain until, until my junior year. I think my freshman year, Clay Edwards was the captain. And then my sophomore year, I think it was Stevie Johnson and, and uh, one other person. I forget exactly who it was because, you know, I was growing, even though 
you know, you want to call me quote unquote the star or whatever, but still I had to grow into that role. You know, Coach Eustachian, Coach Floyd just wasn't putting me into that role because I was coming in with whatever kind of accolades they had to put me in that role and to understand and trust. Did I want to be a captain? Absolutely. But as when I became a captain my junior year, I understood that I wasn't ready for the role my, my freshman and sophomore year. And I was just out, you know, a kid just hooping, not really understanding, you know, the responsibility that comes along with that. And, you know, even though these guys on Colorado now are young and, uh, you know, some of our guys are young, you've seen they've they've been through college football for one year or they've seen the guys ahead of them and now they're put into their role where, you know, they can lead and, you know, the team is expecting a lot of them. So definitely big shout out to them for that. Uh, we're looking out, we're looking for, for great things. We're very excited, you know, love to see that game that, that we had last Saturday to continue on the season. Yeah. And, and, and I, you said it, you know, we have had some of the success we've had in the past. We've had a player led team with great leaders and role models for younger guys to follow. So, Right. Again, you know, he, he does, uh, you know, uh, coach preaches, you know, practice what he preaches. And so that's just one of the things that I've learned about him, you know, and do uh, a little bit about him, heard a little bit about him in Ohio, being from Toledo and being, being from Toledo as he, where he was, but didn't know much about him. And then getting to see him how he is. And I've only met him once. And, you know, it's been uh, he's a quiet, quiet guy when he needs to be quiet and he's going to be loud when he needs to be loud. So, you know, I, I appreciate that. Appreciated that about him. Anything else you want to say about that one? All right. Um, I do want to answer this question real quick because it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I just want to answer this, put this question up there. Uh, Brandon, uh, did I have any input on the design of the legacy uniforms? No, I did not. Um, that is a sore subject sometimes when you bring that on our show, uh, but I did not have any uh, any anything to do with that. Um, the, the university keeps that close to the – to the cuff. Um, one of the reasons is people don't understand. Um, and then our athletes on here understand that athletics is a business. Athletics is a part of the university, but the, the, the state funding that the schools get, the athletic program doesn't get that money. They have to increase and raise revenue by bringing a program and bringing out a product that people want and need. And so their, their role and their goal is to bring money in for all the sports that we have. Yes, I remember, you know, uh, my boy Dewan White, you know, when he played baseball, we had a baseball team back in back in the day. Um, you know, it was it was like it was like, man, it was, you know, you think about some of these guys that I knew when they when we had a baseball team. You know, we had to cut some of these things out because of the funding and what was um, a, a viable you know sport at that time. So the university did take uh, control. They pretty much control a lot of the image and things that you see of Jack Trice. And, and that's what we're kind of trying to, to fight for now is to, um, you know, share that. Um, and the fact that the family uh, would like to be more involved and in, in how his name, image and likeness is used. And so uh, we are working with some things and working with the university and trying to work with the university um, in that aspect. And that's what I'll say about that. one. So as we move on, um, <laughs> we won. We had a great game this uh this past Saturday. But before Easy we work. get in that, I know, right? But before we get in that, we're gonna play our Revelton. We're gonna we're gonna pay these bills real quick. At Revelton Distilling Company, everyone has become a part of the Revelton family. From the Taylors and their daughter who helped perfect their award-winning gins, to the team who installed Lucy, our 33-foot-tall custom-made still 
right down to the local farms that provide our coveted corn and even the cows on those farms who consume our mash byproduct. Want to see the farm to flask come to life? Now you can tour Lucy and find out where we take Iowa's harvest and transform it into our finest spirits. Choose between a 45-minute tour or find out even more by scheduling a VIP behind-the-scenes tour to get the taste of the full Revelton experience. You can visit them at 1400 West Clay Street in Osceola, Iowa, or find all of Revelton's award-winning spirits at any local grocery or spirits retailer. U-N-I-T-Y. So we had to let you and I... T.Y. know who we were on, on Saturday. And so, you know, if we talked about the next man up, Brent, don't laugh at me, man. I, I just felt like doing that. You try, but, Hey, I ain't mad at it, man. I mean, just because you're tired from just getting for practice, you know. Man, it never up, stops. Man. It never stops. I'm cool. My glass is starting to get a little empty, but I'm, I'm okay. We just had a commercial. I should have told you when the commercial break was because I'm out too. But um, I might have to have one of my, my young kids bring me something. Um, they my kids, so I can have them bring me stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, a great win, pick sixes, scoring four and out, three and outs, four times in a row. Like, what did y'all think of the get? Oh, hold on, I gotta put this one on there. Toya, uh, you so John, you knew, uh, I don't know if you met Toya when you were there, but you knew Tom Hill, so this yeah. is the, this is the new Tom Hill. And uh, you know, she she called me corny right now. She called me a cornball. I see you, Toya. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, next man up, and we came out there and played. What did y'all think of the game when y'all sitting there watching this? What was what was going through y'all mind? Well, I mean, for me, I was glad we was able to start this thing off one and zero. I mean, we we needed to see what it was going to be like with you know losing so many players. Um, the next man up rose being about and then what we can do to capitalize on the things that's going to be coming forward. We know we got the, the biggest, the biggest game in the world coming next week or this week, mm-hmm. you know, against, you know, that other team down the street. So that was encouraging enough to, to see, okay, we're going to knock off one rival in the state of Iowa, definitely looking, looking to knock off the second one. Um, so that that's very promising to see, you know, the guys get out and play that well. Hopefully we can continue that progress that can progress on and, and continue to, you know, learn, learn winning ways. Um, forget about the past. Forget about what has, you know, taken place in the last couple of weeks and months or so. And just get this thing rolling and, and snowball into the Big 12 and, you know, see what's going to happen the rest of the year. I was uh I wasn't surprised about the defense. Uh Haycock always does a good job at getting those fellas ready. And um, you know, our D line, we lost, oh goodness, I forget the other uh, outside of McDonald. Uh golly, the kid from Minnesota, but the other D lineman. So we were down two guys, but those other guys behind them had so much playing time and experience, and it kind of showed up this weekend. So it was good to see that. Um, I mean, they were flying around too. So I think next week is going to be so it's going to be a back and forth defensive battle, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But you know that's what you know the the guys who love football that's that's kind of what we watch it for. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think having the two quarterbacks kind of you know spicing up the offense a little bit, creating some new competition out there against live competition or other competition, I should say, was was a really good thing too. Let both of those young boys get some 
some time and, and game time and game feel because that speed is totally different. And yeah, to his point, of Busan was gonna be he's 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 a boy. I watched him <laughs> for a while. He's he's gonna be special, that's for sure. That's what's up. And our last pick six was actually in 2021. Jake Hummel did it in 2021. Mm. Yeah, so that's the answer to that question there. Um, yeah, what'd you think of the game? Uh, were you able to see it? you were working? You had the 24 on. Were you able to actually see it and sit down and enjoy it? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was still I was uh able to watch it and man. I'm telling you, all three aspects of the game, offense, defense, and special teams, I mean, it couldn't got any better. I mean, it could have if it would have been, you know, they gave him the, the zero on that on that uh, scoreboard for them. But um, <laughs> other than that, man, uh, they started – they had a tempo going. They kind of kept up with the tempo um, and just making plays. Both sides of the ball, special teams, just making plays. Uh, that's all you really want. And if you keep executing that and keep it consistent, then you got to have hopes for the W. Yeah, I was trying to see how many um, penalties were called in this game because, you know, it, we if there weren't a lot, I didn't see a lot, but if you, you look at it, there's a lot of penalties called. You blame the ref, you don't blame the team. When there's no penalties called, you you, you say the team, the, the team, you know, did what they did. And that's what I want to say is that if the team plays a, a cl good, clean football game, you're going to have less penalties. And so I look at this and say, hey, don't, don't say that we talk about the refs all the time. Next week's going to be different. The refs next week are different. And so some of the things that, you know, again, this is a, a early uh, early for our refs in our season two. It can go either way. Um, I just hope – I just that's the reason why I say that I hope the refs don't take this game into their hands and let these boys play. You know, I know it hasn't – people say it's not really – it hasn't really been, you know, Iowa's Super Bowl like it had in the past because we've only won one in the last 11, you know, and so – or something like that. But, you know, we don't – it's not the Super Bowl anymore because it's been so lopsided. But it seems like we're starting to get their number and do some things. Um, and if we can keep this momentum up through this this week, this weekend, I know we can do well. I mean, man, to piggyback on what Josh said, special teams was kind of our Achilles heel in years past against this team. And I think seeing how these boys stepped up this past week, that's a, that gives us a lot more excitement. Just because, I mean, you a 56-yarder um, field goal and that kid – I mean that punt was crazy. It was like seventy some yards. So he totally flipped the field, and that changes yeah. ball games. Mm -hmm. So having those aspects, I think you know, changes things drastically in our favor. Yeah, there's one comment out here is um, somebody said the all oh, yeah Joel said the offense was uh, pretty quiet, and I, I was looking at that because yeah we thirteen oh eight is when the last when ISU did anything in the game, and was like it was zero to thirty. And then I think, you know, that's when they started to score, you know. So we didn't really do much. Offense didn't really do much in the fourth quarter. Um, but that, at that time, nobody really cared because we were winning. So they weren't even thinking about that. But the fourth quarter, we were quiet. So, you know, Joel, thanks for pointing that out. Um, but it's like, how do we how do we keep the momentum throughout the whole game? It's one of the things is that toughness and not just stopping because I know you want to stop to your opponent. You don't want to slaughter them and things like that. But the first game of the season – to get prepared, especially when one of your biggest games is the following week, um, don't let off that gas. I just hope they don't they didn't lose any of that gas going into the start of this week and be a little complacent because I don't want them to come out flat footed. They can't come out flat footed next week, no matter what. No, when you got like a lead like that, everything you know, everybody's firing <laughs> all the cylinders. Like at that time of the game, at the point of the game, I mean, you kind of want to ease up because you don't want to give them everything you got. That's giving yeah. the other team more, uh, you know, film to study and things like that. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, I, I, I applaud them. I think they did a good job how to finish that out. Mm-hmm. Let so many people play. Let them young guys get in there, get a little taste, because um, they got to get judged on the on the grading too. So give everybody a little bit of chance to get some experience, and then from mm-hmm. there you start you start molding to what you want to go into for next week, and then uh, you see how it works. Okay. Yep, and somebody said me, Niall said the same thing you said. You know, get them some playing time and get them ready for the rest of the season. You know, get everybody in there, next man up. So that's that's pretty – I mean, that's pretty sweet when you look at what we're doing and, and how we came out. Again, all the adversity. Um, but next week we do play that team over there. So when you look at that team over there, what did y'all – did y'all look at and see what they look like? Um, I try not to watch them that much, but I was watching them a little bit. I didn't even look at – I didn't even look at no highlights. Uh, so I need I need our I need our our listeners and our viewers. What did y'all What do we all What made y'all worried about going against um, you know Iowa uh, going next week? What What did you see this week? If you want to answer that on our Twitter or anything like that, what did you see this week? Um, I'm gonna kind of switch it because when does football? When does the NFL start? Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. It's Thursday. Thursday. It's yeah. now. It's time for the for the big the big the older boys. You know, we got so many dogs in the fight right now. Um, that made it on these 53 man rosters. Um, and, and last week, John, we had a conversation about, you know, um, when you're trying to get cut down, because our episode was the day before. So when you try to cut down, um, you know, the teams and get everybody situated, get them on. And the, the, the players that we had drafted all made the 53 man roster, uh, which is pretty awesome to have. And then we got two of our, you know, could have been rookies of fighting for rookies of the year, but both had injuries. You know, and now they're you know now they're they're both out. So I mean, now I mean now they're both back. So when you look at that, we got a lot of you know cheering to do this year. And I know some people uh, like me, the Steelers is not a team that I would like to cheer for um, or ever talk about. Just like some people in the Midwest don't like to talk about Green Bay, but we got to cheer for all those teams or all the Iowa State players, no matter what colors they're wearing. You know, just like just like Brent, if your son don't choose Iowa State. And he go to that team over there. We're not going to support him in that. That's different. Nah, I'm not either. That's different. If That's we cool. didn't know, I'm you not know, either. Now, <laughs> <laughs> right there, right right all, all, all <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm glad you out there, man. Be safe. Uh, love you next week. <laughs> Shit, it ain't gonna be a whole lot coming oh, for me if you go man. out there. That's what's up. So we did get a Diddy said we got a better O line. But the big uglies need to move them off the line. So, you know, we gotta we gotta do it. They gotta they gotta move them feet. You know, I I look at when I when Marcel Howard, you know, how good Sale's feet was. Um, and John, you know, I was just with Sale a couple weeks ago, but Sale for an, for an offensive lineman had had good feet, quick off the line, was able to push, and that's what these these boys got to do. And so they got to have them quick feet next week. Um, and they got they got to just be on point when that whistle blow. You know, we talked about job four to six, A to B. Uh, the focus three was a little thing that Herb Meyer talked about. You know, football players four to six seconds from point A to B. You know, just got to keep that in their mentality. And I think we did a good job of that this week. It's like, hey, play after play, let's go, let's do it. Especially, you know, forcing three and outs. You know, that, the, the forcing three and outs in the game, no matter what team it is, you force, you force three and outs because you can mess up an assignment and somebody can break that. You know, but, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Anything else we have out there? Had a cheer for the New York Jets and the Cyclones and New York Clones. Um, I watched more of the Alabama game after after our game. I, you know, I watched I watched some of that Michigan game and then I watched that, that Alabama game. I wanted to see how that young quarterback was going to do it. 
if he plays the way he was playing, he's going to be a force to reckon with, and Alabama ain't going to lose a step. So, uh, you know, that's what I'll that's what I'll say about that. Um, but I don't got nothing else. I'm trying to look on what's on my notes and see what else I got. Um, we had oh, Big Twelve Player of the Week, uh, mm-hmm. Jeremiah Cooper. You know, he got that. Um, you know, that was he was the the first since Orion Vance. So. Uh, Marcel Spears and then Orion Vance in the, in the Fiesta Bowl. So, shouts out to to Jermaine Cooper, Jeremiah Cooper. Sorry, Jeremiah Cooper. But I nice. did want to see um, and talk about one thing, and I and I talked about this last last week. And I'm not saying I'm not. This is not to. I'm not going to talk about what I said last week. And this has nothing to do with what I what I said last week. But I do want to shout out. We talk about players um, of the game and players doing their thing. And the thing that I want to share is this right here. So we talked about this. And you talk about how do you, um, you know, recognize somebody. Um, and we lost a coach a few years back. And every game, every year, there's somebody that gets selected to wear the number 58. And so this is one of the things that Iowa State does well. So Red Shirt Jr., J.R. Singleton, he's going to be the defensive lineman to wear number 56. Um, in honor of our, our former coach, uh, Curtis Bray. So, you know, shouting out somebody like that, you know, people can win money uh, for scholarships and awards and stuff like that. But to be recognized by, you know, by the team, just to celebrate someone that we lost and to wear that number and be the one selected to wear that number, I want to shout him out for being player of the game. So in, in my mind, you know, just, as, just as, as what he's doing, because I was looking at some of these um, media day pictures and things like that, and we don't have a children's hospital right behind the stadium. But, you know, some of the things that these kids do in the community and what the We Will Collective is, is kind of making them do in order to to earn the, the the support that they're getting from the people for the collective and for their NIL. Um, they're doing some things in, in the uh, communities and with the kids that need it and the kids that look up to them. So since shouts out to all these kids and all these people that are doing the that extra mile. Um, and so Toya says she met his family, Jared. Uh, Singleton's family on Saturday said they're good people. Um, but those are the type of things that we have to do as as a cyclone, as we're, wherever we are, doing what we're doing and, and keeping that going. So I had to throw that out there. But um, again, looking forward to next week. What do y'all want to what do y'all want to hit on? Because I got nothing else because it was a holiday weekend and I was I was actually smoking. You know, I made uh, six center cut thick pork chops, about two inches long. I know you don't like that, Marcus. I made some chicken wings. <laughs> Sorry there again. Um, had macaroni and cheese. You know, uh, can you do you eat I macaroni just want and cheese? A w. Who? No. <laughs> no macaroni and cheese neither. No, if it has some diet cheese in it. No, no, no. It's called it's, it's diet. Do how you spell it? D i a y. Yo, yeah. I think you should ask, no, ask y'all to share a couple stories, man, from, from his times and yeah. good moments, bad moments. I know Jai didn't like me when I first came in because I couldn't jump rope. <laughs> oh, so tell us that story. Then. That's, yeah, well, why are we waiting to get to this now? Tell us that how, story. How you uh, I mean, jump rope? Uh, make it plain and simple. Getty, you know how Getty is with them workouts. So uh-huh. uh, it's usually about three minutes is kind of like the average of like you got to go three minutes, no breaks on the on the jump rope, and if you break, you just continue the jump rope. And so it's either that or him making you something else. So 
Curveball, I mean, when he first came in, he was struggling a little bit. I mean, everybody struggles with jump roping for no breaks. Like, oh. everybody's going to struggle until you can get it down. So, mm-hmm. it just, it, you know what? It's just extra work we had to do. And, uh, hey, we did it. So, man, he, be, he being nice. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> right. <I was. laughs> so, when I come in, it was like, oh, damn, I got it. No, nah, I'm on the bike. No, nah, who's who saw with jump rope first? Oh, curve on jump rope. I'm gonna get on the med ball. Everybody was getting out of my group as fast as possible because they knew. I mean, I just couldn't get. I could jump rope, but the way Getty wanted us to jump rope, it man, was gonna happen. yeah. <laughs> so we was gonna go for another three, four minutes. Oh yeah, <laughs> you jump a rope with Getty. It's like he's trying out for the Olympic team, man. He wants man, you. To I'm Perfection. He fits right in the Air Force. So, yeah, <laughs> no, that's crazy. No, I didn't know about that, but. That's funny. I, you know, I, I don't, I can't go three. I don't know if I've ever been able to go three minutes without a break. You know, I'm gonna hit my what, foot on one of them, one of them ropes. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. When I, when I played, when I played with the, with the Hornets, uh, Byron Scott used to do that. Like you couldn't, it didn't matter if it was Chris Paul, whoever, you wasn't touching the floor until you jump rope for five minutes straight. And if it stopped, like, like assistant coach had had a timer, and you know, guys going on the floor like. Three or four guys at a time, they have three or four jump ropes. And if you like broke that time, they have to start all over. And by the time in, in, in that five minutes, you know, as the season progressed, you got better and better in shape and stuff like that. But once you got off that jump rope, I mean, you were ready to pop, just go sweating and, and, and good to go. But man, people don't understand how tough that is. Straight five minutes straight, three minutes straight. You think you think it's real easy, but it but it's really, really tough. I, I thought he was talking about like jump rope, like Mike Tyson or something. Uh, we talking about just regular jump yeah. rope. Uh, you, okay, can't. you had that in there. It, we all would have been dead. Y'all didn't do the Rocky Cross. Y'all didn't do the Rocky Cross on oh, it. No, no, nah, uh, you didn't want to risk uh, no. No. <laughs> uh, Marcus, no. the, the, my son Marcus Jr. He can do that. I like we came in the gym one time and he was doing. I look at him like. The hell he get that from i can barely jump rope straight and he's just spinning yeah. it all around and you know and then just let it flop i'm like you, mother. <laughs> you know what i, mean? I can't even jump. do that that's right. a skill <laughs> that's a skill right that's skill. The man, like man put the jump rope down that's enough <laughs> what, what else john what else do you remember from out there back in the back in your uh your cyclone days and i iowa state in general anywhere around i would say just what's some fond memories you have because we all talk about how we actually love you know iowa it was a cool place but you friend you from nebraska so you was close to home but what yeah. did you like about iowa and being there because i've been to, i've been to omaha a couple times but you yeah. know what did you like about iowa man I, honestly just kind of i mean coming up in the city you live in the city and then you get to you go to college in a, in a, a smaller town it changes the vibe a little bit, but it's good to kind of get to that that slower kind of pace of living. Um, the atmosphere, Iowa State. I mean, we was you got half students and you got half of the residents, so like that's all you got out there. Um, and then if you mm-hmm. want to get crazy, you know, you can go to Des Moines or Ankeny or whatever, uh, <laughs> or, you know, anything like that. But uh, but the, the atmosphere was good, um, and it, you know, it was a couple hours away from Omaha, so it was easy to get back and. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 it was wonderful. I, as far as football, man, uh, every game that we won, that's always a good memory. Um, I mean, even starting from my freshman year with the Inside.com Bowl. Um, and that right there, I mean, George, I kind of want to hear the story that you heard, how I got in there, because uh, it, it, we could have the same story. It okay. Me a little bit, but. No, um, my, my story, because J.J. was hurt. 
Yep. But JJ was hurt, and then Coach Matt came to you and said, "I guess it's now or never. Like you got to, you gonna have to do it. You gonna have to do it at some point in time." What, mm. so I, where, 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 where am I off on that? Okay, so I'm gonna tell you how it really went. <laughs> so, so, so JJ, so I'm only playing special teams at that time. You know, freshman year, whatever. Only playing special teams, and uh, JJ goes down. And then uh, Mike Wagner, he was a, he was a second string running back. He goes down, and so the third punt returner was Adam Brunk, but they needed Adam to stay on defense. So they was like, just he he got to stay on defense. Like putting him in that punt return is just, is just is too much. So Coach Alfred, he was the uh, running back coach at the time, and uh, kick return, punt return, all that, and uh, he throws me in. Because there ain't nobody else to pick up. Like, there's nobody left. I'm at the bottom of the barrel with me. <laughs> so he throws me out there. And then Come Coach on, looks at Coach Alfred like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was told on the coach. But what Coach Mack had said is like, now or never, that was kind of like, I think that was like a PR type thing for the media. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a nonprofit yeah. I run, so sometimes I'm, I'm myself. <laughs> so, yeah. so, uh, so Coach Alfred, Coach, Coach Alfred told me out there and then, um, and then, you know, it just happened. It, it, it somehow it worked out the way it did. We called a right return. Uh, everybody on the punt return team did their did their thing. Uh, got their man on the inside shoulder, opened up that gap on the right side, and then man, I just I just I was running because I was scared as shit. Honestly, big game, and uh, yeah, man. So I, I just followed the damn followed the damn mission. <laughs> and uh, got to the end zone, and then from there it was just it was love after that. So what are you? So what is what is that feeling like? You know, freshman getting in, everybody down, it's on you. So it's either gonna be it's gonna be horrible, or, or it's gonna be it's normally gonna be horrible or mediocre. But you had <laughs> but you had an awesome play. So like you you broke that mold by going out there and doing that because it wasn't expected. Like nobody, I don't mm-hmm. think was expecting. That's why Coach Max said what he said. Yeah. What was your feeling of doing that, being there, and, and getting that that, that score like? Honestly, it really it really didn't sink in until after the game, uh, after the game, and then you know weeks, months on after that. Because during the game, you kind of stay focused on what you got to do for the game. So like, uh, so oh, we got we got the footage. We got that beautiful bean footage right here, John. Hold oh, on, John. Hold on. Let's see. Beautiful bean footage. <laughs> but yeah, like during the game, man, it's like you just you just you just go out there and try to execute the best you can because. Uh, all the time you put in for practice, all the yelling that the coach has been doing, man, it, it all plays off once you stick to the program. And so, and right there, I was like, I hope nobody's trying to strip that ball from a career. <laughs> but, uh, oh, but yeah, man. the feeling, the excitement, it was all there. Um, so much love. I mean, it was it was meant to be as far as for Iowa State being in a bowl game and then actually winning a bowl game. Um, but at the moment, you kind of just stay focused in the game, and then you, it starts to unravel a little bit once uh, once you kind of it dies down. Everybody starts talking about it. So I don't know if that was sped up or not. What's your forty? What was your forty time at that? Oh, that looks oh. that looks sped up. I don't. No, nah, that was that was that was live play right there. That oh, was, that was, that was live. Okay. <laughs> 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 what, what was he, he said he said it was a little slow mo. <laughs> 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 no, nah, my forty. I wasn't that. I wasn't that fast. My forty. I think I was like a four or five at that okay. time. Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. So. <laughs> I bet you yeah. was faster than after that first year when Getty got a hold of you. You know, you, you oh yeah, yeah, uh, more flexible, stronger, faster, mentally <laughs> yeah. stronger. Yeah. yeah. 
That's yeah, what's yeah, up. did it all. But uh, yeah. man, I remember um, even my my junior year, uh, my sophomore year, we went, we played, uh, we played Alabama in the uh, we're down in Shreveport. I think it was Independence Bowl. We played Alabama. Yeah, yeah, and then they uh, we kicked that field goal at the end. They say we missed it. We should have won that game, but. I don't want to talk about that one too much, but uh, mm-hmm. sophomore year or uh, junior year when we played Nebraska uh, at our home and we finally beat Nebraska, man, that was that was that was like people don't remember can, Nebraska. Yeah, that was the rivalry. That was the rivalry. They used to hey when I talked to when I talked to the running backs after playing Nebraska, like Mike Wagner, Ennis Haywood, mm-hmm. uh, Hiawatha, rest in peace. When I talked to them, they talked about them boys were hitting hard. Like man. Nebraska used to bring it, yeah. so man, it was a good time though, man. Yeah, that's what's up. We have we got a we got a planet question. What's your your best Coach Mac story? Oh man, uh, man, I would say uh, I don't even know if I can kind of kind of say it out loud how I would word for word. Um, he used to say some funny ass shit. Like he he he'd say some. He say some some one liners after a meeting or something, or uh, just to get us hyped up about something. And it's it's explicit lyrics and all that stuff. But uh, he say some shit out there, and we just look at him like, what the hell? Everybody starts cracking up. But uh, I give you a story when we was playing. I think we was playing Nebraska my sophomore year, and uh, man, Coach Mack was in the was in the locker room, and we was getting beat at the time. Coach Mack was he was hot. He was going off. And I think uh, I think he he was trying to let out all his energy, and it, it it boiled up to where I think Matt Word Matt Word was like the closest person Word. to him, and uh, he let his energy out, and he was just trying to get motivated, and he swung and like hit Matt Word so hard in the chest, and I it, as if right, and if we were in the times right now, he probably could have took that had some legal defense behind him, but uh, he hit Matt Word so hard, man, I was like, this dude is crazy. We got to go out and try to play. <laughs> Uh, but Coach Mack was good, man. Uh, we used to have dunk contests at his house when he invited us over, you know, during the summer, things like that. Uh, yeah, man, just all around good guy, man. Real good. That's what's up. No, nah, that's that's what I mean. We always it's always good to hear the stories about you know back back at Iowa State. So some people don't get back as much as they would want to, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and so it's like it's good to hear these stories and recap. And then you know, as the season goes on, we would have actually been back because I heard it was electric there this past weekend. The atmosphere coming into the coming into the season was electric, and you know, it's just getting you know getting more hyped and more hyped as we go along and as we win. So um, you know, I want to get these stories out there, but. As we close out the show today on this la- on this Memorial Day, um, Labor Day, Labor Day, Labor Day, Labor Day, Labor Day. That's what people are working. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you said I was asleep. Ain't that some? <laughs> hey, I had a long I had a long weekend. My kids been home for a long time. Three days is too long. Um, <laughs> My kids out next week. Three days. Mm. Oh, for real? Mm. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm actually falling half asleep right now. Leave me alone, Brent. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, as we close it out there, we wish you had a good time with your family. I hope you was look- listening to us because you either just kicked your family out the house or they still there and you want something on to make them leave the house. So we either are a good thing for you uh, in one way because we're getting the people out your house because they don't want to hear us talk. But either way, <laughs> have a good night. We out. I don't know why I said that, but I did. Brent, don't look at me. Don't judge me by this next week. 
uh, Side of Storm, George Trice, Marcus Pfizer, Rick Curvey, and our special guest, Ja. And as we do always, Ja, you get to close us out. Say what you want to say to the people out there. Hey, listen. Well, first of all, I want to uh, thank you all again for having me on the show. Um, to all the listeners, the fans of Iowa State, um, just keep that support going, man. The program is turned to leave. I mean, we out there, we can find a recruit. We got the facilities for the people, for the players, uh, the culture's there as far as what Coach Campbell's doing. Um, but other than that, uh, man, Iowa, I got I to gotta throw this out there. Iowa, I think Coach Ferentz is trying to get his 200th win on his next game. Mm. So they're going to be super pumped up. So whatever we can do as far as for the support, um, making aims as crazy as possible, uh, man, you gotta do it. You gotta do it for this week. Um, other than that, everybody be safe, keep that support and that love going. I love y'all. Cyclone family. Cyclone family, cyclones forever. Holla at y'all. And so hey, hold on. One thing I got sorry, I got it. Damn, we don't know damn, we don't normally do this, but we got the shirt. Ship, can you throw the shirts on the screen? So shirt, we got we got these shirts uh supporting um an initiative um to support our women in sports and so three beers media is working with the we will collective uh not lady sports in support of cyclones women's sports so selling t-shirts all the proceeds will go to the we will collective earmark for the women's uh nil section out there um so you can join by, by supporting and use the store code xcv42 you can scan on your on the screen here if you're on your computer stand with your phone um, is there a website if they can't scan that ship? Can you throw a website out there in the chat? Paul Nobling, what's up? I see you out there. We'll I add that to the link. So okay. we'll add that to the link in the podcast on the audio podcast too. Yep. All right, we will add that out there. And it's a it's a battle against Cyhawk because the, the Hawkeyes have got got one out there too. So we need so, to touch them. Who is it just is it just a is it just the hmm. team out west? I mean out east, or is it yep. is it uh, all Who? three teams? Nope, just team out east versus versus Iowa State. So okay, okay. The toe. Who? <laughs> he, he simply ignored that. Who? Oh. Uh, <laughs> so we got a prediction: twenty-four to fourteen over Iowa. Oh, and Josh. So last week we all picked the uh, Iowa State to win the first three. Are uh, you riding with us on that? Oh, for sure. Yes, sir. Hey, see y'all next week. Side of storm signing off. Peace. At Revelton Distilling Company. Get